Welcome to Extra Points with your host, Cousin Sal, and his pals, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. All right, welcome to Extra Points, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal here with my good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. Guys, we are coming off. I'm still dizzy from last night. I don't want to talk politics too much, but... I watched the debate, as I'm sure almost 100 million people did last night. And uh, Dave, you know how I am. As long as someone is more upset than I am, I, I, I start getting giddy. And my, my wife is screaming at the television. And I realize that's her football now. And uh, <laughs> I'm just kind of laughing at it. But uh, what a mess. Yeah. What a mess. Well, indeed. listen, on, on uh, the intersection of our Venn diagram, Sal, we both really enjoy conflict between people yeah. close to us or, you know, watching other people. The The big division yeah. for us is I, I don't like to be involved in the conflict. So this should have been more mm -hmm. satisfying to me watching two other mm -hmm. people butt heads uh, the way they did. Right. I, I, I find myself I, I this seems to fit very <laughs> neatly into what's shaping up to be one of the worst weeks of the COVID-19 experience here. Oh, well, we, we don't even know. You know, now the thing that was our salvation was pro football. And now. I don't, you know, everybody's heard by now, uh, Nashville, Tennessee doesn't have a football game on Sunday, at least. We'll see when that one's going down. Your team screwed up, Dave. I, I didn't read the fine print, but I can only imagine it's the Steelers. Doing Probably. Here. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. That's it. Charlotte, how you doing? I mean, <laughs> that was that was true. Last night was like one of the worst things I've ever witnessed in my <laughs> no, entire life. I, truly, I tweeted this, but I was like, this makes me long for Jets Broncos. Yeah, um, no kidding. It, it was, I mean, it was kind of just like horrible and cruel and uncomfortable. And, and I, I just kept sort of like rolling around on the couch. And the person right. I was watching with was like, you look like you're being, are, are you being tortured? Like this, <laughs> it was like physically, I just felt sick the whole yeah. time. So, all right, Charlotte, but, you know, then I woke up sports. to God. I'm saying what I was no. going to say. Then I woke up to the amazing news that, um, you know, NFL games are being canceled because of COVID. So Let, that's great. I let's feel get now. into this. I know it is so much. And as Charlotte said, we could look forward to the crappy Thursday night game. that's the Jets and Broncos. I actually like I'm legitimately looking forward to that. <laughs> we need I'm something. Like, oh, thank right? God we have Jets Broncos. <laughs> well, we got NBA finals tonight, too. And we'll we'll true, uh, true. we'll talk about that. But OK, so early in the week, uh, the Titans reports came back that eight. I don't want to say eight Titans. So three players and five officials tested positive for COVID. Then this morning it came out that another Tennessee Titan tested positive and everyone was excited because they weren't players of note. It wasn't Steven Guskowski, the comeback player of the year. He wasn't one of them that tested positive. It was Daquan Jones. It was Bo Brinkley, a long snapper and a, uh, a tight end on the practice squad, Tommy Hudson. Um, the bigger issue was the facilities were closed down. The, the Titans facility was closed down until Saturday. The Vikings, who played the Titans, closed their facilities down, not as late as Saturday, but still for a couple of days. So what does this mean in terms of the week four games? Uh, Steelers, Titans, now we hear this morning, um, we just heard right before we went on, postponed, not being played Sunday. They're leaving Monday open as an option. Dave, are your Steelers going to be ready? Is this that unfair an advantage? I think it kind of is. I don't know that they're doing full practice hitting four days a week like they used to, but um, it does seem like Saturday, even to Monday, 
would be a, an unfair advantage. I, I mean, I definitely think it's, uh, you know, a decided advantage. I think, though, that given the way teams practice these days, I think if you're applying some, you know, 1996 standard of, of as you say, these full collision practices, those things don't really happen as much going into mm-hmm. week four as much as they used to anyway. But, yeah, I mean, listen, it seems also punitive to to uh, to, yeah, go out and play this week, even though you haven't been at the facility all week. Right. And then other people are saying, well, the, the Titans have to take the L on this. They have to forfeit the game. That also seems <laughs> a little severe. The other side of it is, though, what are you going to really? What's the answer here in it, with scheduling it? People are pretty cavalier about like, we'll just kick it to the bye weeks. Well, they already don't have the same bye week. So yeah. that's going to create a headache, too. And this also assumes. Well, this is the only one. So if we can just figure out how to squeeze this game in somewhere down the line, well, everything's fine. Yeah, that's a, that feels all of a sudden overly optimistic, doesn't it? That this is the only I'm, time we're going to have a you. dust up here? I'm with you. We're not out of September yet, sadly. It's going to get cold. This is going to get worse. They had to have a plan in place for this exact scenario where only a handful of players that – I don't want to say didn't matter to the roster, but, you know, inconsequential in terms of being able to field the team for Sunday. They had to have a plan in place, and I get shutting the facility down, but Charlotte, I think moving these games to a different week this early really creates some kind of, it's a, it's a, it's a log jam of a mess, and I don't know if they could utilize Tuesdays. I feel like if they open the facility Saturday and there was a game Tuesday, I get the Players Association only allows for so many short weeks, but teams play Sunday and then Thursday. They could play Tuesday and then Sunday. I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm so messed up about this. No, I mean, I think Tuesday, I think that's a good thought. I hadn't, I hadn't thought of that. I, I, I think that when it comes to sort of the fairness or advantages or whatever, um, from a competitive balance standpoint, it, it, to me, that almost seems like a moot point, right? Because like, if you want to have if you want to have these games at all, we're going to have to adapt, and things might not be at the parity that that people want is just not going to be there. If yeah. if you want these games, because there are only so many days, there are only so many weeks. Like, and, and to say like, oh well, it's the Titans' fault. Like they should they they deserve to not practice, or like they did this to themselves, whatever. Like. I have problems with that too because what if they what if they were all following the rules? Like this is a virus. This isn't like you didn't go out and get drunk and have a hangover. Like what if you went to a store and talked to someone for too long who had like yeah. we don't know that it was reckless is what I'm trying to say. And I think that it's it's just a really tough situation. And sports fans love to like look for the blame or look for whose fault was this or where did we go wrong? And it's like we might not have those answers this year mm-hmm. and it almost they don't matter. So we just have to figure out how to adapt. I think Tuesday would make a lot of sense from a you know Tuesday to Sunday if you do Sunday to Thursday perspective. And, and I think it just sort of depends whether the Players Association is willing to make those make those bends to the yeah. rules knowing that hopefully they won't have to in the future if we get this thing under and control. And I, I think yeah, I think in terms of the punitive instances, yeah, you're right. It it's one thing if the Giants are on a party boat and then it's like, all right, we can give them a forfeit right there. And by, by the way, they'd probably be happy to take one right now and not have to uh, risk injury and play. Um but yeah man I don't know I don't know it's too early for this it really is We're starting to move stuff around Well that you know and like this is this is what we talked about 2 months ago and certainly obviously everybody 
wants the season to finish and wanted a season desperately two months ago. And they want this now that we've, now that we've wet our, uh, our, our appetite just a little bit, mm-hmm. but we, well, all we had so far was one square of cheese or we only had one pig in the blanket, you know, so far with that. I, I mm-hmm. still need dinner now. Like you can't now say that's it. Go home. Like my stomach is, isn't, it hasn't mm-hmm. begun to be full yet. Imagine if they have to shut this thing down. I, I don't even, I can't fathom how sorrowful right. we'll all I don't be. think, I just yeah. don't see that happening. I feel like this, the train has left the station, you know, and, and I feel like maybe it means bringing in college player. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I feel like there's going to be some way that. I do too. You got the billionaire owners. You got a, a yeah. massive amount of money with these leagues. They're going to forge forward. I just can't believe they didn't have a specific plan for this scenario, which seems like bot basement, bot, you know, just basically not crossing the line, just a few players. And I guess they do have to shut everything down. Dave, I taught, you know, this, I, I, I talked to a, a prominent member of the NFL community tied to the players association. He said, get ready a couple months ago. Like you said, he said, get ready. Your favorite team is going to forfeit a couple of games. So yeah, but um, it's, I mean, I guess we do have to know, get ready I, for that. To Charlotte's point, right. You're going to have to blur your eyes a little bit as a fan. And the yeah. final standings mm-hmm. might include a couple of L's um, right. that, that weren't even um, earned by, uh, by 60 minutes of football. It might just end mm-hmm. up, playing out that way. I don't know though. I I mean, I don't think it's as easy as just saying I m- maybe the best idea of them all is where cousin Sal started out six, eight weeks ago. We need to get back mm-hmm. to bubble rock. I mean, legitimately figure out where we're going to bubble this thing because practically it's not, it isn't a baseball game. It's not like we'll just play a double header. Now that's all you just get right. a football. You cannot, you can't bend it. You can only, mess around with it so much. You can't play games in the middle of the week and then say, yeah, now you're going to play on Sunday too. I mean that. Yeah. And people say, well, they do the Thursday night thing. Think of the PR disaster. Think of the NFL telling the NFL PA after a significant injury to a player, how that's going to go over. If you say, yeah, you're going to play on Tuesday night now. Well, we weren't ready for that. And then someone of prominence goes down in that game. That's going to be another headache. Ah, there's no good answer. There just isn't. Bubble, I, bubble I will is say, the they, they, Well, they should have known. Bubble for sure was the answer because this is not baseball, and baseball had its problems too. They had a, they had a really rally with the Cardinals and and Marlins to get those games replayed. And like you said, doubleheader, seven innings, you could do that. Can't do that with football. Football teams travel with at minimum. I think they're big, like 115 players and personnel and staff and doctors and officials and all that stuff. Baseball, you could get away with 40 or 50. So all right there, the numbers are doubling right there. Uh, the season is twice as long, so the n- numbers are doubling again. We're going to be, in, I don't, I don't want to be negative about this, but, um, and then Charlotte, the Raiders were seen out at a charity event, <laughs> maskless. Now this is the new way to get in trouble in Las Vegas. Derek Carr, Nathan Peterman, Nathan Peterman, Jason Witten, uh, <laughs> Zay Jones, uh, among a few of them. They were in Vegas. They were at a charity event. They were maskless and there were pictures. And now that's a big thing. Um, I don't know. I, just to hear these felt- guys, they're like, hey, we're doing good for uh, for the community. What, why are you giving us shit? I could see that being the reaction. But by the same token, I guess this is irresponsible. And if this led well, to COVID, it'd be a problem, right? Mark Davis said that. Yeah. He said, I'm, he said, I'm, I'm bummed that, you know, this became the story instead of the good that we're doing for right. the community, which mm-hmm. like, yes, it was, it was to help kids or, or 
people uh, overcome drug and alcohol addiction, which is a worthy cause that's wonderful. That doesn't mean, however, that you should be at a country club with yeah. a bunch of people not wearing masks. Yeah, right. Like, are they trying to take the season? Especially after Gruden's had all those fines. He's been he was fined a hundred a hundred thousand dollars. The yeah. team was fined two hundred and fifty thousand dollars because a coach couldn't keep his damn mask on. Mm-hmm. And now you have these and Davis attended the um the thing virtually, right? And he's out here being like, Oh, well, yeah. it's too bad. And like you just I I do want to say though, Sal, it these felt are his really grinders. good to have these are Gruden's grinders. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it 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 felt really good to have a normal laugh when you just said Nathan Peterman's name. Thank you, <laughs> was, thank you. I'll, I'll just actually, I'll take the glass half empty <laughs> side of that. When you said that Derek Carr and Nate Peterman are out together, I'm like, we, we don't <laughs> we don't send. There's a reason why we don't put the president and vice president on a plane together. They you know, like right. at least have the good sense to stay Although separate. <laughs> I see. <laughs> uh, Jason Witten and Foster Moreau. Same goes for you. Where, where's the tight end depth chart going to be if both of you come down with it? Come on. Right, right, right. <laughs> Dave wants everybody separated. I get it. All right. Well, Charlotte, that's good. If ever we seem like uh, we hit a lull, I'll just I'll just throw Nathan Peterman's name in there and I'll please. I'll, it's, it really felt nice. So in I'll other words, so in other there. words, Sal, you're yeah. saying stand by. Yeah, just stand by. Okay. Everybody, okay. just stand, stand by. by. We don't have to act right now. Um, I know it's a couple of days removed, but I do want to talk about the short goal post in Monday Night Football. I had a substantial wager. This is a dumb bet, but that both teams, the Chiefs and the Ravens, would have two touchdowns and a field goal, at least two touchdowns and a field goal. So the missing, I just needed a field goal out of the Chiefs. Now, they should have had two attempts because uh, they went for it on fourth down with like eight seconds left in the, in the game. But anyway, that's always a screwed up situation. But... When Harrison Butker lines up for a field goal, I think it was, it was a 53 yards. He kicked it. It went over the upright, I think, on the good side of it. The replay is shows that it was good. Dave, Carolla's been screaming about this for years. Extend the goalposts. What better year to do this when there's no or few fans out there? You're not going to obstruct view. But for God's sakes, why can't they review this? They called it no good. Two idiot officials are looking up at the moon and they're like, I guess it's no good. They can't review it. You can review a touchdown, uh, any scoring play that's six points. You can review a safety as we saw with Zeke Elliott the other day. That's two points. Why the hell can't they review? And I'm not even saying it would be overturned. Why can't they review a field goal? In the name of Rich Carlos, nay, in the name of Cleveland Browns fans who sat there in old Cleveland Stadium and watched barefooted Rich Carlos kick the Broncos into a Super Bowl on a on a ball that would have hit the upright, and I don't like the Browns. All the way back to then, of course, it made sense to do it. <sighs> I solved this. The, the only answer is, and by the way, kickers are too good anyway. You shouldn't be kicking a 53-yarder over the goalpost to begin with. That it, that connotes too easy. These guys have too strong a legs now. They they've uh they they've gotten to legitimately kickers are too good at this point for what football strategy was kind of supposed to be. You weren't supposed to drill 58 yarders with regularity. Right. The solution is raise the standard by completing the square or rectangle Put a crossbar across the to- uh, across the goalpost. Have to make it through the box. You see, not just through the mm. post, but through the box. Then it makes short kicks harder because you got to get it through, but beneath the bar. Right. And there's no guesswork. That's uh, that's the main uh, virtue of this. It'll the just go through. Problem- the- Interesting. 
That's the not, one problem that's with good. this, though, is that kickers get so much hate from fans already. Imagine if you make if you make it into a box, and then fans are even. I don't know. I I feel like making kickers miss more is just a a recipe for social media disaster. Yeah. Well, I advocate. Listen, I'm, I, I'm old school enough that I would say mm-hmm. what we should ban is sidewinder kickers. Uh, you know, and that's not me being xenophobic about European guys' uh, diminutive xenophobia. Yes, xen- it is. Yes, it no, is. Uh, no, listen, here's, here's, here's what it is. <laughs> is the head-on kicker, I mean, Paul Hornig, I know this is quite a ways. Uh, oh, my God, well, listen, Dave. It used to be Let's standard just, that you only put- Can we review these plays or not? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Let me just say they should be able to, to review him. Paul Hornig, you know, the golden guy, you know, the uh, of them all, you know. He's a Heisman Trophy winner. He's the halfback supreme for the Green Bay Packers. He also was their place kicker, and one year he made one-third of all kicks he attempted. This jive about mm-hmm. Justin Tucker being the MVP of a Super Bowl contender perennially is a weird is weird math to me. And, and I say whatever we can do to diminish marginalize the value of a kicker. I'm all for that. That's my take it up with Jerry Ferrara. Jerry spent $9,000 on uh, Justin Tucker. I was happy for him when he Uh, uh, made that kick right out of the gate. I just hate that. There's no, they are lost. The referees, there's no uh, more on point scenario where referees are lost more than when there's a high kick and they look at each other and then I think they text their wives and then they try to figure out or the husband maybe and they just uh, and and then they figure it out and they look at each other and that's it. And then the play goes away. It's three points. Half the Chiefs are celebrating, think it's a good field goal. And anyway, I love, it costs me I love, money. Otherwise, I, well, that's I why talk. you're so upset about it. But yes, of but, course. But yeah, I, I do encourage everybody to just test what Sal's saying with like two octogenarians standing underneath these goalposts yeah. and looking up at them. Go ahead and look up and see if how disoriented you immediately get. You can't tell anything. You're know, like, was that did that go over? I can't tell. I, it, it's I, I'm an old man at this point, but my eyeballs start to spin in my head if I look up too long. You know, at the cloud. Yeah. How can you tell if the ball went through? That's how we're doing this. Come on. And there's a I million the- there's a million lights, and you could lose it in one of the sure. lights, and it could be obscured at the at, at exactly the wrong time. I love the thought of Dave just going outside and trying to look at the clouds for a while without passing out. Yeah. Good luck with that. Well, it's great. <laughs> Is that what you've been it's doing a, with all your free time? Directly into the sun. Um, the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> but it is a funny moment, too, when they look at each other. Like, what, what do you think? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Ready? Should we I do know. it together? Yeah, let's both do it. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, yeah. This, it's a sy- synchronized bad call. Let's do this. Let's make sure we get People this right. People love talking about the yard, the <clears throat> the, uh, the first down markers, but this definitely applies to the yeah. two old guys standing behind the goalpost right. trying to assess if it went through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Run for president if you want. We don't need you on our field. <laughs> um, hey, Charlotte, Patrick Yo. Mahomes. I, I don't begrudge anyone, but I don't think anyone should have as good a year as he is during this pandemic. Super Bowl win, um, crazy, crazy contract, right? And now he's having a baby. He and his fiance, not married. I don't like that at all. I don't even think that should be allowed. <laughs> no, but no, he and his fiance, they announced they're having a baby. How much good can happen to one person in a single year? Well, I have a theory. Here's my theory. I think I think that there perhaps there is only so much good luck or so much good fortune that Mm -hmm. that exists in the world. And maybe 2020 is such a trash fire because Pat Mahomes has sucked all of the good fortune Mm -hmm. 
into his own body in Kansas City. Look, this guy wins a Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP. Then he gets, you know, $500 million over, Mm -hmm. what is it, 10 years? Then he becomes a part owner of a Kansas City Royals, which is very cool to own a baseball team. Then the day that he gets his Super Bowl ring, he proposes to his girlfriend. Then a month later, he's like, oh, also, I'm going to be a dad. And it's like, what? You know, I just, I, I hope that this keeps going for him. I want it to get even better. I want like a fairy godmother to show up and be like, no man, what else do you want? Because someone has to have a good year. Yeah. I don't know, Dave. I, I get I get a little jealous and petty with this stuff. I hear you. If it makes you feel... <laughs> I get the same way. <laughs> Not everybody else. You guys. Everybody else is good news. <laughs> Sorry, Charlotte. This is it. This is the, These are the idiots. You're like, you're, I uh, hate it. Yeah. I hate how happy Pat Mahomes. Sorry, Patrick. His mom yeah. says we're not supposed to call him Pat. Right, I mean, right. it's Patrick. Can I say it does feel a little Ricardo Montalban on Fantasy Island. Like, you know, he, he always would tell Tattoo, like, uh, what is, uh, he's like, boss, what is uh, so-and-so here for? And he's like, uh, Patrick is living the dream. But he may <laughs> have wished for a little bit too much, you know? <laughs> right, Are we right. sure? Oh, and like, look at the details. He owns he owns baseball team. Ooh, that's neat. It's the Royals. Yeah, yeah. You want to <laughs> you want to own the Royals? Oh, he's getting married and he's starting a family. Yeah, he's nineteen yeah. years old. Is that is that a great uh, life he's move? He's not nineteen. Whatever he is, whatever he is, he's he's got Dave, all the money in the like world. 24. Is this the best time to be getting married and uh, and doing all this? Listen, do it when you're thirty. It's true. All right, I'd say he's trying to bring it up, bring it, it. bring us all back down to earth a little bit. Mean, I'm with you. Yeah, mean he's ruining do his it life. When you're 30, Dave, yeah. damn check on marriage. What the? What are you talking about, man? He's ruining his life. I like that angle. I, I like that a lot. Thank you. Um, and okay. also, what's not going to ruin his life? What's going to make him even more desirable? I guess I should say more marketable and otherwise is when his team goes 16 and 0 because all of a sudden. All the discussion, and by the way, kudos to us collectively for for uh, having that conversation several hours in front of Monday Night Football about the MVP race being settled, <laughs> set, oh, settled yeah, a hash before we even saw Mahomes and Lamar Jackson play, yes. let alone the 13 more games. Well, I yeah. asterisk the 13 more games. Four at this more games. Point, but yeah. anyhow, <laughs> yes, um, now the conversation has rightly switched to who's going to ever beat this Chiefs team? And I think Charlotte and I were on board with that and you were uh, you weren't too reluctant about that either. they might they, i mean who is going to beat them at this wait point? a minute hold Can on I just say- hold on wait 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 dave you forced us and got mad at me for not letting you pick the game and you when at the very end you took the ravens i don't so what do you, you mean? both took the I ravens i took the that. ravens also <laughs> i took the chiefs after week one yes. i just want to say after week one i wrote who will stop this Chiefs team? They're going 16 and 0. So where, I just where did you say, write that? You didn't write that. I did write that. I'll send you the link. Show it. Show us the piece of paper where you wrote that. It's, it's okay. right here. See? There oh, it is. There you go. Oh, she right. couldn't yeah. have a cell phone no, if did. that were a lie, obviously. Um <laughs> Yeah, Liz. No, we had that conversation after the after the Thursday night game, the season opener. Right. Charlotte and I agree. I said, I said 14 and 2, and I think I underrated it a little bit. I said 16 right. and um Interesting. Yeah. All I mean, right. it's, but for real, who's getting in their way? I mean, uh, what team rightly? We'll they're going to lose. Oh, it's fun to talk they're about football, isn't like... it, though? Isn't it fun to not to worry about the other stuff and just try and figure yeah, out who's, who's stopping that team? It was crazy what they did well, to the Ravens. Because, because I thought we, I, th- I think we saw what they did to the Chargers and through three quarters, 
Mahomes was pedestrian, a pedestrian quarterback, but that just goes to show you these teams get up for some games and they don't get up for others. You can make the case that a team going on the road is no longer a benefit for the, you know, the home team. Like, okay, that makes sense. In the case of Aaron Rodgers, he could hard count the Saints offsides in the Superdome, never would have been able to do that otherwise with fans. But um, who gets in the way? It's football. You you, you have a bad uh, three quarters and maybe you can't come back. I think that's that's the best case scenario for the Chiefs. Look at Charlotte, you know, Fu- I, furiously looking for her article. I am, she I am. To find no, 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 I'm up. not looking for my article. That, I know where it exists, I can tell you. I'm looking mm. at the Chiefs schedule to see like, what the funniest um, okay, loss, like yeah. the funniest Nathan loss. Nathan Peterman's Raiders? Is, it's going to be the Bills. <laughs> the Bills oh, are no. going to beat the Chiefs and it's going to be the most chaotic thing ever. America's in- team? No. Oh, I think the Chiefs are America's no! team. By oh, the way. No, no. Don't do this. Don't do this. We have too I many problems. That- too many problems in this world. Can't, you can't We're going to start front Why? running now. That's going to be our, that's going to be our brand. The, the rain, the, the reigning <laughs> world champions. It's my brand. It can be my brand and you guys can oppose it. And no, then everybody no. can like you more than me on the podcast and I'll be the villain and it'll be great narrative tension. We must have the same brand. We agreed <laughs> early on. I think it's in everyone's contract. We have to have, have the you same guys. Brand. Have you guys seen Ted Lasso? The show? I have not watched no. it yet because we canceled doing the uh, the Apple TV because it wasn't satisfying for the first couple of months. And we said we have too many shows okay, already. Well, but now I'm regretful. True. True. I, I That's true. But Ted Lasso, it's actually fairly funny. And there's one joke where someone says, um, I have a branding meeting and Ted Lasso, who's Jason Sudeikis, he goes, well, you know, I feel bad for the cows, but otherwise you're going to lose them. And I just, <laughs> I laughed really hard and then I was embarrassed, right. but he's from Kansas. So. All right. Well, you're Teddy, you're our Teddy How Lasso. How about this? Then, the I connection guess. is I'm watching The Vow right now and that also deals with branding. So same page. Oh God. You know, we're, I can't believe I can't squeeze shows in. It takes me three nights to watch Inside the NFL, and then that, I that's start. It. I start I an episode it. at midnight. That's how I do it. Is that what you do? <laughs> yeah, wow. it's awful. Um, I think you get being in New York, you get three extra hours or something. I don't know. I how long does it take works. you to right. hear Ray Lewis talk about like this one? To me, this one, JB, <laughs> this one comes down to who wants it more. I don't care. I love it. I still love it. I, I know it's ridiculous. I still love it. And they pick by the spread now. I don't know if you knew oh, that. Oh, I do. I, they pick all the I game. love Brandon yeah. Marshall, but Brandon Marshall announcing. He has no idea. Well, no, well, it, it's, okay, he doesn't have any idea. Does he need to announce 137 times Every in a four-minute segment? I don't understand. What's it mean, four and a half? What does that mean? Well, How many times can you I say wonder, it, Brandon Marshall? I wonder if that is, um, if they're overplaying that Maybe, purposely yeah. so they could do the gambling one one thing where Phil Sims says to him now the Chiefs are favored by seven so Brandon if you take New England you're already starting with seven I think they need that little tutorial in the beginning whether he's on board or not but Ray Lewis is uh he's there he's he's been get Michael Irvin these guys I feel like they've been gambling for years anyway here's something to gamble on or stay away from Thursday night football Denver at the Jets that's tomorrow Denver was a three-point favorite now they're like one and a half 39 and a half can you imagine an over-under and today's NFL at 39 and a half, anything under 40. Um, it's a stay away, but I think I'm taking the Jets. One of these New York teams has to do something one of these weeks. I'm not sure where the offense comes from, but it's uh same kind of scenario with Denver, right? Corwin Sutton banged up. You, you have your backup quarterback in there. Lock is out. No Von Miller. Uh, what a Jarell disaster. Jarrell Casey of the game. now out for the season. Sure. I mean, they're, they're, yeah, they've Casey's become out. the Chargers now, really, in terms of volume yeah. of injuries and the and the significant members no less um mm-hmm. 
Yeah, the jet. It, it's funny though. I, I think your the bottom line is is what you said. It's got to be a stay away because things are imploding there with the Jets. Mm. It's not a matter. Uh, see, I'm about the cliche now, but really, it's not a matter of if, but when. With Gase, there's no way he said. I mean, mm-hmm. realistically, what's what, what's he going to do now to salvage this mess with the Jets? Um, what uh, mm-hmm. bottom line is? This is exactly what we deserve on this week. This is the game: yeah. the Broncos and it's- Jets. On Thursday night and then Sunday night, Carson Wentz's Eagles against Nick Mullins' uh, 49ers. Yeah, right. Sheesh. I love it so much. <laughs> it's it's just like disaster football to match the mood. I'm into it. Mm-hmm. Look, I think that I think that what the NFL gods are doing is making us appreciate literally anything mm. we can get. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We got well, that going for us. Yeah, we, we definitely have that going. The other thing, Dave, is and, and Charlotte, the uh the the coaches who are on the hot seat, the hottest seats, uh Dan Quinn and Adam Gase are now featured in prime time. So there's an even bigger spotlight on them. You know, Wait, what's Thursday, the Falcons? Thursday is that Dan Packers? Quinn. Dan Quinn is right. At the Packers, that's Monday night, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. there's the stinker that Dave mentioned on Sunday night. There's this Thursday night disaster, and then there's Monday. But just the fact that these coaches who are on their way out are going to be uh, shown on the sidelines in front of millions. Um, yeah, we could stay away from this game. I'll lean towards the Jets, but I'm going to promote our extra points for extra pay parlay. We're going to have that for you Friday. We lost by a half point last week. Charlotte, don't duck out of frame here because you were the one I'm who lost. I'm getting my water. I, I know. know. I feel really bad still, so I'm embarrassed. You should. You lost by half a point. We would have cashed in again two out of three weeks. I'm not sure Fandle would uh, would have appreciated that, but we appreciate our partnership with them because you know Extra Points brought to you by Fandle Sportsbook. By now, you've probably heard about Fandle Sportsbook, world class sports betting app. Fandle makes it easy to find and place your bets. You got some of the best odds you'll find anywhere. Fun bet types. It's the only spot where you can place a same game parlay NFL bet this season. And when you win, they even get you your winnings in as little as 24 hours, which is nice because who the hell knows if we have more than 24 hours left, right? So if they pay you and that's that. Right now, new users can place their first bet on FanDuel Sportsbook risk-free and get up to $1,000 back in site credit if you don't win. I don't understand how this is even a thing. Seriously, though, no strings attached. Just place any bet you want. You win, you keep the cash, you lose, you'll get your entire bet up to $1,000 back site credit. Start betting. Download FanDuel Sportsbook app. Be sure to sign up with promo code extra points so they know we sent you FanDuel Sportsbook promo code Extra points. You have to be 21 or older present in New Jersey, Illinois, West Virginia, Indiana, Colorado, or Iowa. First online real money wager counts only. The site credit is non-withdrawable and expires in seven days. Restrictions apply. And if you have a gambling problem, which I do, call 1-800-GAMBLER in West Virginia. You visit www.1800gambler.net. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Colorado, call 1-800-522-4700. And in Iowa, call one 800 100 bets off, but the bets are on for us starting Friday. We're going to come. We're going to come up with a winner. Let's do it. We've teased the public too much. We won our first one. We got trounced week two. We came back. We were very, very close in week three. And uh, let's make everyone happy. I'm trying to think what pro football team that makes us right now. I don't know that anybody really is tracking one, one and one. The Cowboys. Okay. Yeah, that's a pretty, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's about as good. Right. Yeah. The beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Are we doing well, badly? We're Sal's team. Right. Yeah. There you go. Um, I'll take you. You want to talk about uh, what's bad, though, to put it into perspective for uh, literally everything. Jet, 
Exactly. <laughs> but but worse, we can concede. Better to be Patrick Mahomes or even a Chiefs fan right now than to be a Jets or Giants fan. To put it into grim perspective for you, Sal, lay out a nice parlay for us on who's going to win more games, the state of Ohio or the state of New Jersey the rest of the way here. Because that, oh, wow. How grim is that? I mean, Ohio. I mean, by far. Oh, well, it's they, not even close. And when we're talking about oh, the yeah, Browns, Browns and Bengals, yeah. certainly yeah. should win more games. But then the other side of that is, I, I, as loco as it sounds, I, how do we know that the Giants aren't going to end up winning that grotesque division right now? I mean, I think your guys are going to end up winning it, right, Sal? Don't yeah. you feel good even though things are... I do. Yeah, that that's the whole thing. Like, uh, you know, when, when the Cowboys beat the Falcons, I was bummed. I wasn't that excited because I'm like, we'll play the Seahawks next week. We're going to lose that game. I was right about that. But even losing to the Seahawks, I'm looking at the rest of the division. I'm like, I don't know anyone else can win eight games in this division. The Cowboys offense just seems to, you know, you add Cedric Wilson to the equation and everything else. At least that's a unit. And Dave, you talked about this. Eventually, everyone's defense will catch up or not. But right now, there's not really a good defense in the NFL. And you can point to the Washington team in the NFC East, but throw away that first game. And I think they're like minus six in turnover differential and stuff. Not a good, not a good team by any stretch. Um, so I'm not too worried. I oh I think the I think Ohio will have they'll have like 12 or 13 wins between um Cincinnati and Cleveland. Let's not right? get crazy. I mean, I, I yeah, I mean, I don't, do I don't mean? know how how many the Bengals are going to end up winning. So then you're riding on the on the uh, Browns. It, it's I think it's a little closer. It, initially, you say, well, obviously Ohio is, but they get through. The Giants are not much far, but not not too far behind their division rivals. And um, I you know, well, no, but they'll get you the know numbers. What's happen. What, what are the Jets and Giants going to we'll have? Five wins, six wins each. That that's way way pie in the that sky. Feels generous. I don't. Yeah, I, I, it's weird. And there and now all these teams this early in the season talking about firing coaches and everything. I wonder if COVID yeah. kind of is like ah, just leave it. Trying to make a big change at this point. Um, I don't. Yeah. I, I don't know what's going to happen with any of that. But with the Cowboys, the other thing that we've been talking about is the assumption. Mm -hmm. It's confusing to our eyeballs. It's confusing to a fan to look at the same uniform year to year. And so you apply your expectation of what you saw six months ago to right now. And this ongoing thing about the Dallas Cowboys, their position of strength is their offensive line. It is not true. No, it's but a, I think the Cowboys but they'll score 40 points anyway, I, a lot of time, if it's thrown for 470 with an average offensive line. I think yeah. I think I, to me, that's what I, was I think the, 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 the thing is look, you have Zeke. I mean, of all the guys, Freeman yeah. went away and David Johnson and Levy and Bell, the one guy who is the last man standing about the, uh, of those highly paid running backs who continues to thrive, or at least has the potential mm -hmm. to thrive, is Zeke. They got to get back to that. And I think you're well positioned for what it's worth that as the season wears on, specifically on defense, it's pass rush. And you guys should be able to generate a big pass a rush bit. as things go on. I, yeah. I I do think that that's what ends up uh, giving you the division, even though mm -hmm. it might be nine and seven. You yeah. know what's going to happen? Tell me. I love that. any prediction. The state of Ohio is going to have six ties. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, interesting. We have to. <laughs> that's what's going to happen. Right. Interesting. Six ties. I think they Calling would go for now. that. I'm calling it now. <laughs>
Oh, it'd be funny if everyone started tying this year. That would be. Remember when the Browns hadn't won a game in sixteen games, and then they tied. Yeah, you had the fr- yeah, open the fridge thing. Yeah. yeah. By the way, Dave, you forgot your uh, your beloved Buffalo Bills in the equation for a New York team. Um, no, winning uh, New York versus Ohio. I said New Jersey. I was I was careful to you say did? New Jersey oh, okay. and leave out America. You did say New Jersey. Jim Cunningham, someone um, sent us an email telling us, and I had seen it at the same time that ESPN's on board with this Buffalo Bills as America's Mm. team nonsense. I think we have audio, right? And Mike back on SportsCenter, America's team took your boy on an emotional roller coaster Sunday. Our Bills home to the (laughs) Rams. This is catching on, and Dave's going to take credit. And uh, I want it to go away as much as COVID, but it doesn't look like it's going to. I mean, I'm just going to start. If I were an announcer, I would call every team America's team. It'd be like, <laughs> it would be the Raiders. And I'd be like, and here comes America's team. Yeah, 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 because, yeah. like, why not? You know? Yeah. But I, 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 I don't even know Miss what, 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 what that bit of cynicism's about there, Wilder. But listen, this is an important movement. Just, a, <laughs> just, a little just as we need it. This is what we, <laughs> we, we need this right now. The Bills are our team. Josh Allen, oh, uh, it's all great. I'm, I'm not going to make my case it. again right now. People are now starting to make it for me. Pick it up. Get go. on board. Jump on. What do they say? Get on the wagons. Let's go. Chris yeah, Berman. Circle, the, circle the wagons. That's not your Cir- thing. That's Berman's yeah. thing. Don't, uh, don't you uh, start stealing that. Teach, teach. You, you, you got the Kansas City <laughs> Chiefs. You got, you, you got uh, the Baltimore Ravens. You got the Pittsburgh. Look. There are a lot of talented <laughs> football teams in the AFC, but the Buffalo Bills are doing something pretty special. <laughs> this just in, Josh Allen can play football. Back on the blitz. I think he took the Bills versus the Niners in the Super Bowl like nine years in a row when neither team was good. Um, the other thing, Chris Berman is a ginger now. I don't know if you guys saw. Red hair. <laughs> Chris Berman. He's a ginger. Did you he guys saw- see it Monday? I don't know if you saw it. <laughs> Did he dye his hair? I guess so. I don't, or maybe he's been dying it all these years and he's naturally uh, a redhead. Chris Berman was um, one of my best friend's dads w- lived oh. on the same hall as him in, in oh. college and mm-hmm. said he was just like exactly the same. And he would go to the radio station, just like have all these catchphrases for like the Brown lacrosse team. Mm-hmm. And I, I loved that so much. Where are, we on, the, where are we on the hair dye for fellas, Sal? I, 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 go, I I'm mean, thumbs down on it. I'm thumbs down until I have to do it, I guess. <laughs> I, I, don't I know. mean, do whatever you want, though, right? Sure. No, Charlotte. Again, that's not our brand. Do whatever you want. Sorry. Someone did say in the in the I was reading the reviews on iTunes, which I probably shouldn't read the comments, but someone was like, Sal, you have an edge. Charlotte makes you soft. So maybe I am. Maybe I should have more of an edge. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. I need to be softer. I'm, I'm told that every single. Uh, no, let's keep, of my it life. let's keep it going. We need to we need to please that one commenter. All right. Well, I'm going to dye my hair and see if that spiritually I'm with you, Charlotte. Do whatever you want. If you think you're fooling people, though, that's. Mm-hmm. Oh that, yeah, no, no, no. The, the idea not. When, when you see guys on camera with suddenly jet black hair, like this, this looks good, right? Nobody knows, right? No, yeah, we, <laughs> yeah, we can tell. And by the way, this is coming from somebody who uses the magic uh, hair pepper and fills in his no, flesh yamaka on the back. So I, me too. But, do you really? Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, I fill in the flesh. You draw your hair on. Well, I don't I don't do Ron Popeil spray. I do the new it's it really looks like literally like a pepper shaker. And I pour it on the yeah. back of my head and a half second later I got a thick mane all the way back, flesh yamaka gone. People say 
why don't you just get, you know, plugs in the back there? And the answer mm-hmm. is, if you think it through, is like, because my hair is going to continue to go. And then I would have this tuft of hair right in the middle. <laughs> and then I would get I would get a flesh moat around this this mm. this hair island in the back of my head. But just the, rock the bald, you guys. The, Come on. Well, I mean, you just said I can do whatever I want. And I, uh, and the, 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 you the, can. the key difference is the key difference is, is that you can't tell I'm, I'm, I'm peppering my, my flesh yarmulke. I can tell yeah. that you're dying your hair. Interesting. Now, Dave, do you do this just for, uh, for television or you do, you wake up and do this? Uh, when you're not I, on television uh, a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I started it about three, four years ago. I once I tilted uh-huh. my head down while on camera and yeah. a uh, a laser beam of white light flashed back and almost blinded me. Um, uh-huh. And uh, and so I decided from that day forward, I had to pepper my hair when I was going on camera. And then uh, yeah. then a couple of years ago, I wasn't going on camera. And, uh, and I, <laughs> no, I knew really? I wasn't going Slippery on camera. Slippery slope. And I, and hair uh, pepper is the gateway drug I, to hair dye. And dice. I said, um, <laughs> it's not going to hurt anybody if I pepper my hair. No kidding. Well, here's here's what I'll say about it. I I, I uh, Charlotte, I don't know if you've seen this stuff, but it's pepper. It's also like fish food, though. Yeah. Like the makeup artists. The, the I've never person, seen. I truly have no it, idea what you're talking and they, about. And they just fill it in. And as the years go on, the the fill job becomes longer and longer, and it's depressing to get it going. Uh, yes, I did it. Here's the downside. I was on Fox Bet Live. Normally, we are separated. I'm like 20 feet from Rachel Bonetta, but we had one of these episodes where the fellas were in town. So we all stayed together at the same desk. I'm next to Bonetta, arms distance away. I said something she didn't like. She takes her rolled up paper and hits me on top of the head. And then a poop. Yeah, it came out Stop like it. smoke. And it was not <laughs> something that you could have just gone and, and not uh, commented on. In fact, they replayed it in slow motion many, many times. <laughs> And just this, uh, basically this, I don't know what it was, but it was like a, a, a volcano for of fish food just flying in everyone's direction. It was not pretty. There's nothing worse. Well, I didn't know ruins- this was a thing. I'm learning so people much. People do. Yeah. People have, people have seen, I, and by the way, I've had colleagues. Um, yeah. Actually, I'm like, I can't see it. Do you mind peppering my hair? And I've literally had uh, had colleagues pepper <laughs> my hair for me. That's a that's a dark moment. But the worst moment is when people say like, "Why are you using that stuff?" I'm like, "Ah, because I got a you know I got the flesh yamaka back there." They're like, "No, you don't. You don't have anything." Let me see, and I'll put my head down. The, and the reaction that makes me know how bad it is is when they go like, "Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, 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 I I didn't like- I didn't know. I oh, 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 please proceed." It's embarrassing. But Charlotte, yeah, it is embarrassing. And it's especially embarrassing. Charlotte, my wife is with you. She's like, because well, we've ruined like 37 pillowcases because of this stuff. Because yeah, right. I, I, you lay that and you you forget sometimes like, oh my God, am I dying? What the hell is going on here? <laughs> but no, it's just the, uh, it's just the fish food uh, peppering that's uh, killing it. Uh, all right. I guess we should talk NBA now. It's over 40 minutes. We haven't even gotten to the main event, which is the LA Lakers. And the Miami Heat, the odds for tonight are, according to FanDuel, Lakers are a four and a half point favorite. 218 and a half is the over-under. If you want the money line, you have to take the Lakers, you have to risk 194 to win 100. 100 gets you back 162 if you like the Heat. Boy, I don't know. Four and a half is just enough. It was five. It went down to four and a half. Just enough to make you think about taking the Lakers. 
I would take the money line. I, I just think they're going to win game one. I think it's going to take a while for the Heat to figure it out before they steal a game. And I think it's Lakers in five. Um, now, if you want to bet the series, you have to lay 340 to win 100. And that's a lot for the Lakers. But I found the go around here. LeBron, MVP. Only have to lay 165 to win 100. I don't know how, if the Lakers win the championship, LeBron doesn't get it. First of all, you got the social justice stuff. He's in the forefront of it, obviously. You got the Kobe stuff. He had the special relationship with Kobe. He's also averaging more rebounds than Anthony Davis per game. I know this This is not like Con Smythe, Dave, where you take the everything, the whole playoffs. It is going to be the NBA Finals is what we're going to base this on. I just don't think they turn their backs on LeBron. I think that's the bet if you want to see value in the Lakers to win the title. Bet LeBron to win MVP. Ooh, that's a fascinating thought because to me, Anthony Davis, you know, I mean, obviously we can measure it by um, the the numbers there, but Anthony Davis has his case to this point um, up there with mm. with LeBron. I guess that is the bet. That's that's the best value at minimum. I definitely am with you that the Lakers win this series. The Heat are just an anomaly. I, it's something I've said ad nauseum um, that in the NBA, it's generally a build. You make the playoffs one year, then you get to the conference mm-hmm. finals, then you're ready. The Heat have come out. Jimmy Butler, notwithstanding, who is this team? How that? How did they get to the finals? Is remarkable. And shout out to the few people out there who we know. Um, that that did make that call, and it was really a savvy yeah. choice there. But um, the I mean, uh, the cha- the Lakers couldn't be a more obvious pick here, and it scares me a little bit. And and, and mm. I'll ride with you on King James because I'd love to see him get one because I think he has been a transcendent figure in society for all the knocks he's taken. Um, I'd love to see uh, LeBron wind up this season, this weirdo season in the bubble, uh, hoisting the trophy. Yeah, and I think it's going to happen. What, what do you think, uh, Charlotte? I was going to call you Tyler Harrell. You know when I call you Tyler Harrell <laughs> once in a while? <laughs> yeah, that thing we do. Yeah, for yeah, fun. when I call you Tyler. Yeah, no, for sure, Duncan Robinson. <laughs> um, I think, <laughs> um, so I have a few thoughts. I think, I, I wrote this yesterday. I think one thing about the Heat is they are an anomaly, but I think they were perfectly suited to the bubble situation in mm. a way that I did not see coming. You know, everyone talks about heat culture, about how when you go there, you're really signing up for this degree of professionalism, of sort of boundaries, of very high expectations. Um, They still have fun, obviously. You know, you have Jimmy Butler with his uh, coffee shop out of his hotel room, but I feel like the bubble tested players um, mentally in a much more taxing way than I was expecting. And I think the heat are there kind of more ready for it in a way that lets them I mean they're so good down the stretch they can keep this momentum going they have you know uh, Myers Leonard on the bench cheering them on they brought that energy mm-hmm. that I think counts for a lot more in the bubble than just the basketball skill and the basketball skill is really good too and they got hot a little bit later in the season in the bubble so Yes, I'm going to take the Lakers, and I think it would be really great if the Lakers won, given Kobe, given LeBron. Um, I I want that for LeBron for his legacy, too, but I think we can't let all of these legacies, all of these storylines with Pat Riley and LeBron and Spolstra and all of these interpersonal relationships take away from the fact that what this team, what this Heat team did, not what, you know, the 2014, 2013, like – 
what this Heat team did is absolutely remarkable and I think deserves its own credit. And I think it's going to be a closer series than we <clears> think. Like, really? I wouldn't be shocked <clears throat> if it went to seven games. Yeah. So you're saying Lakers in seven or less? Uh, I'm going to say mean, Lakers in five. I'm thinking Lakers in... I was, I mean, I was going to say Lakers in six, but now that I said Lakers in seven is like a, I kind of want to take that. Like, why yeah. not? I'm going to, I'm going to roll with that. I'm going to see what these heat can do. Um, Lakers right. in seven. Dave, your choices are Lakers or heat and a number. Um, it can't be less than four or greater than seven. I'm taking the, the Lakers to sweep as a matter of fact. And mm. um, really, I also think that, you know, as I mentioned, the slings and arrows that LeBron has weirdly taken because he gets compared. He has uh, he has the temerity to cut a profile that uh, that allows him to be compared rightly to the greatest to ever mm -hmm. do it. Then people feel obliged to knock him down and tell you why he's not as good. Um, I do think that the the primary knock on LeBron is the finals record and whether or not you think that's fair that Jordan's undefeated and um, versus what LeBron's done. This would maybe be the worst one though. If he do if he doesn't get it, this with Anthony Davis standing yeah. next to him, I think this is this would be um, worse than going down to Dirk and company. Um, you know whatever yeah. that was, however many moons ago. What was that? Thirteen years ago now. Which again is testimony yeah. to LeBron's enduring greatness that that was however long it was 13 years ago, I think. Um, but right. That this would be the, the worst finals failure in LeBron's career if he didn't get it. Yeah, probably everything's so weird, but you know, Charlotte, you brought up an interesting point where something that made me think of something like the, they were built for the bubble, this heat team where they adapted and they made it. It makes me think like, Normally, you'd have a situation where the Heat would have a lot of butterflies going into having been in the finals, these guys before, but I don't think they have that. Maybe they do start on an even playing field uh, in, in, with regards to, uh, you know, emotionally how they get ready and are prepared for this because they're already, it's just the bubble. It's everything's an extension right. of the bubble. The finals might not even be you know, uh, a more daunting task than anything they've already done before. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just thinking through. No, here. I think, I think there's something to that. I was, it was interesting. I was watching, I was in the, um, the zoom press conferences yesterday, which is sort of hilarious that you're, you know, mm -hmm. I'm sitting in Brooklyn and I'm, you know, in the, in the quote interview room. Um, and there was something, there is a real kind of sense of calm among all the players, obviously, you know, what can you really tell from a press conference, but mm -hmm. They weren't jittery. They answered every question very head on. Jimmy Butler was very honest, actually, about like how he got there, how tumultuous everything else had been in his career. And um, it made me think that's why I'm thinking it could go to game seven. I think that there is mm -hmm. a level of calmness and like they're ready for this that I'd be a little worried about if I were L.A. I mean, I, I wouldn't ultimately because I think A.D. and LeBron are not going to be stoppable, but. I think it's going to be fun. I'm excited. Yeah. I think this is the best be sports good. thing we have going for us right now. And I'm glad Jimmy Butler was honest. A lot of times he's out there and he's like, oh, if I didn't close down the borders, two million people would have died. Like, all right, calm down, <laughs> Jimmy Butler. That's not you. 
Um, yeah. Oh, sorry. Right. Sorry. Different <laughs> trash a, fire. Different guy. Right. Lakers in five. I'm going to say LeBron wins uh, MVP. I think LeBron wins it no matter what. If the, if the Heat sweep, I think LeBron wins MVP. They'll figure out a way to give it to him. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Major League Baseball, let's quickly hit on that. Eight playoff games right now. There's one going on right now. It's crazy. It's nine in the morning. There's one going on. The freaking Yankees, if you wanted to steer your attention from the debate yesterday, the only sports option you really had was the Yankees. Watch them thrash the Indians, and um, that wasn't fun. So we really had nowhere to go, no other outlet. Um, what I do want to mention is Jim and Joel are very excited about their announcement They've um they've come up with a T-shirt or a bumper sticker. What is going on here, Jim or Joel? You guys weigh in with this. Well, Tom Brady, you know, being the marketing genius he is, he he came up with Tampa Bay. Very creative, not really, but so Jim and I, we you know the Pharaoh, the Pharaoh. Yes, we <laughs> we've we've we pulled together our, our the money and uh, we we've trademarked Champa Bay. And and this is Champa, Champa Bay. Bay. This is our exit strategy. This is our plan. And uh-huh. we just- now this is uh, this is this is more t- uh, on point because the Tampa Bay Lightning won the Stanley Cup. That- you should explain uh, a couple of days ago. And now we have ho- and the Rays. The, the Rays are, are in the hopeful? playoffs. They already have a win under their uh, their belt. <sighs> and now and now the Bucks. I I'm rooting for it for for for. Yeah, I'm rooting for you guys to strike it rich we, with this, but I don't know if I could stomach Tampa. We thought of including you, and that's what we thought. You, 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 you didn't, you didn't want any part of this. You've got your own bubble rock stuff. This is yeah. for us. This was for us. Okay. Yeah. Can no, I have fine. a t? Can I buy a t-shirt and burn it? <laughs> Listen, we. we I'm kidding, we, guys. We I'm just kidding. Just gonna put holes in it. I wouldn't buy a t-shirt. Have, we don't have there size ironic. Charlotte, we don't sell them. I was just gonna oh. say, yeah, Charlotte have, will have, love it. Do you have size? <laughs> she'll love it in sixteen years. Then she'll wear it. Ironic. Do you have size? Uh. Okay. Do you have size snark though? Can we get that? We'll see what we can do. Extra snark. Um, Thank you. All right. Well, good luck with that, guys. Champa Bay. Oh no, Champa Bay. I'm not even saying it right. I'm getting uh, Tom's thing mixed up. But <laughs> Champa Bay, and now we just root for the Rays and the Buccaneers exactly. to win. We only uh, need two more teams field. to win a championship that probably, you know, we'll see. But All right. Ugh, D- Dave, you're on board? I, wanna, I always want to see these guys succeed. It's not going to happen <laughs> listen, just listen, I mean, again, uh, yeah. back to where we started. What's more 2020 than, uh, than the epicenter of all things sports being Tampa Bay? Uh, a, a perfect way to wrap up this year. <laughs> there you go. Um, all right, let's hit the mailbag real quick. From Adam Burke, he writes us, we're at the extra points gang at gmail.com. The extra points gang at gmail.com. Hey, Sal, Charlotte, and Dave, love the podcast and network. My brother and I are both big fans of the show. As Dak's final pass was intercepted in the end zone, I texted my brother and said, Sal is slipping the Blood Diamond Blu ray into the player right now. He had no idea what I was talking about, despite being a big fan. Sal, he had never heard the story before. It's one of my favorite Sal stories. Would love it if you told it again on the podcast. Uh, keep up the great work. Adam from St. Paul, Minnesota. P.S. Dave, drop the America's team bit and stick to what you know, uniforms, fruit, and recreational for. I agree. I don't even know that he knows those things, but drop the uh, America's team. The Blood Diamond story is Tony Romo botches the snap, that crazy K-ball they've not since used. It was a shiny ball in Seattle. He takes it. He goes to run. He was the holder at the time, as well as the quarterback. 
and gets caught from behind and the Cowboys lose a playoff game to the Seahawks. And I said to my wife, let's get out of here. Let's go see a movie or something. And we ended up seeing Blood Diamond. <laughs> and uh, at the, I don't even remember what point in the movie, it had, but all my emotions came over me and I started crying. <laughs> <clears throat> I started crying during Blood Diamond. <clears throat> it might've been the last time I cried outside of like oh a God. family death or something. But uh, so that's the story. That's the blood diamond <laughs> moment for me. Tony Romo watching the snap. Oh there you go. Oh my God. That's, what's the most embarrassing movie you've ever cried or like the funniest movie you've cried during? Oh, interesting. It's a good one. Mm. That's a good one. I think we hit this on laugh lines. Not most embarrassing, but movie that'll make you cry every time no but like what's one that you shouldn't cry at that you definitely cry all right at? what's yours wilder i know you want to say I, well it. now i'm trying to i'm trying to think it might be something like 13 going on 30 <laughs> <laughs> i've not seen that but that sounds ridiculous yes i cry every time when there's like yep that's it it's a 13 year old girl who wishes she were 30 turns 30 but is still 13 in a 30 year old's oh. body and it's jennifer garner and mark ruffalo in like 2003 oh. You so, shouldn't. It's a movie you should you should definitely not cry at. Thirteen going on thirty. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was. I also too. cry every time at Homeward Bound. But if you don't cry at Homeward Bound, then I don't think you have a soul. So interesting, Dave. Do you have one? I've already embarrassed myself enough with this blood diamond. I don't think I'm going to add to it. Uh, I'll, I'll go. Heaven can wait when the Rams beat uh, the Steelers in overtime. That was sad. <laughs> <laughs> Little Giants when the so Cowboys. I'm sorry, minus fever pitch. <laughs> <laughs> fever pitch yeah all right well there you go uh that's the end of the show i think we covered a lot um charlotte you got I think a lot we of did stuff going so on. good yeah you guys. we did good i'll we give us such a good job i'll give us a c plus today now get, um, what do you think what do you got going what i've going on um a few things on fox sports app story about the heat uh, why I love them. That was fun to write. Um, I've got a new people sports podcast that will be out tomorrow with Mark Titus. Mm -hmm. um, and then I have, I don't know, just follow me on Twitter, yeah. follow me on Instagram, watch all my stuff. Thank you. <laughs> all right. <laughs> are we never going to see you again? That's that was that a real. Like a, that was yeah. literally like a real time short circuit. That was all the fires in my brain, Thank just you. like blowing at once. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> all right, Dave. She's driving the Chiefs bandwagon now. Didn't you hear? She, that's a, she, mm, she's that's got a, true. She's going to be busy with that. Um, I'll find that article and send it to you. Oh, I, I, I know you. I, I have no <laughs> doubt. I, I believe you. And uh, I remember you actually saying that that was. The I case. don't believe her. And Thank I need to see proof. I need to. See OK, proof. shouldn't be I'll too give hard it to you. Go. You're getting right. too soft. I, I like that. Right. edge. So I'll keep it. <laughs> uh, uh, spoiler alert before minus three comes out this week with Jeff Schwartz. I've already completed a gangbusters conversation with our guy, Chris Long. Um, Look at you. Great. It, mm. I mean, he's he's great football insights. We talk about whether or not Tom Brady is watching what the Patriots are doing. And if Belichick is watching the Buccaneers, mm. I, I think it's a interesting human drama. For sure. he, he weighs in on Carson Wentz and what's going on there. And then we rank, uh, as we like to do win play show. We love to talk game of life music specifically. And we rank the greatest rock albums of all time. We went big. Oh. I can guess what his are. I can guess what his are. I'd love. What, what are they? One of them's definitely Pearl jam. Mm. Well, album, I know. Uh, I know, but I, I'm, I'm, I can't okay. think of all the Pearl Jam albums right now. So I'm saying one is dead. The I can guess the bands. One is Pearl Jam. One is My Morning Jacket, and one is 
Soundtrack to Blood Diamond? Yes, soundtrack to Blood I would say maybe Sturgill, but I don't know if he would. No, this was strictly rock rock music. Right. Okay. Okay. Rolling Stone did their top 500 of all time, but then they're trying to do Love Supreme and the Ramones at the same time. Like, well, that. You can't do it. It's like comparing a goalie with a with a right wing. They're two completely different things. Anyway, it was a fun conversation. Was I right on those two? On two of those? You were right <laughs> on one of those, as a matter of fact. So okay. two episodes of Minus Three this week. Look at this. This is exciting. Very good. Listen to that. You're at Damashek, right? Charlotte's at The Wilder Things on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm at The Cousin Sal. Yeah, download, subscribe, rate all this. We have a lot of the nice and fun podcasts on there. Minus Three, Against All Odds. We have NBA picks. We have baseball picks. A lot going on there. Weekend best bets. Waiver Wired is the um, fantasy podcast. The Lemon Pepper Parlay Club. Oh, there's so much going on here. And Laugh Lines with me and Rachel Benetter. Uh, not Benetter. doesn't end with a <laughs> I was going to so, say. I, listen, I have a concussion. <laughs> Your East Coast is showing. Ever since she hit me in the head with her papers, I, uh, mm. my, I have a head injury and I can't pronounce it. This Russia name. thing. Uh, <laughs> but let me just leave you with this. What it is, is is a reminder that (laughs) it's a reminder that even though you may feel like underdogs, you need to remember that you're all my favorites. See you Friday. Friday.